0: stop stopping my shine They try to break me, try to take me out But I got Jesus on my side So bad I thought it would die nice. But ain't no power stronger Than the one that came and laid down his life And I got mountains to climb but the enemy can't stop me Cause there's a calling on my life
2: Evening, good evening. Welcome to Blessed of Radio Runners Lamps Thursday. Dun dun, dun dun It's Thursday. Today is Thursday, September the 30th, 2021, and we are extremely elated that you guys could be here with us tonight in the Apple Valley Studio as the doctor tonight will be in, and he will be breaking down the Word of God to you guys tonight in Radio Land. Yes, you got it right. It is eight o'clock. This is our new dedicated time with 8 p.m. California time. So if you're like in Colorado, you're in Oregon, the time is an hour in advance. So it'll be 9 o'clock your time. If you're in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, all those states, the time right now for you will be 10 o'clock. And if you're in the East Coast, like New York and New Jersey, Kansas, Kentucky, and all those beautiful Eastern states, your time right now will be 11 o'clock. So we are just... Oh, so elated, elated, elated that you guys are on the air with us tonight. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts that we thank you from the bottom of our hearts that you could be here today with us tonight on the radio broadcast. Now every Thursday night, as you know, see. I give inspiration to you guys. Here's something to inspire you. So for today... Driving home from dropping my daughter off at rehearsal, I was thinking, how can I inspire the people today? What is something to? well, let me just say this to you guys as my inspiration. God is real. And let me tell you how I know because there have been plenty of times in my life that he's shown me the manifestation of his word, shown me the manifestation of what's written in the Bible. So I'm really grateful that God has thought fit to give me another opportunity to be in his presence, to love him a little more, but not just to love him because people would say, oh, I love God. Yes, I do. I love Jesus. Oh, yes, I'm in love and this, that, and the third. You can say that. But I want to ask this question of you guys. How do you know that you really love Jesus? What are your indicators? Because God loves us with agape love. That's a love that never dies. That love is everlasting. So how do we know that we love God the same as he loves us? And the second follow-up question will be, do you love your fellow brethren and sister the way God loves us? Do you love them with agape love? If you don't love them with agape love, maybe we need to reflect, rewind, Look back over your life and figure out where you've stopped loving them with the agape love that God has for us. Because let me tell you, we all have made mistakes and fallen short of the glory. Everybody on the planet, but Jesus has made a mistake and fallen short of the glory. But guess what? When we fall down, we get right back up. We're not supposed to stay down. When you fall down, you get back up. You don't stay down, lay down. No, 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 no. You get back up and you give God the praise, the glory for everything he's done for you. That's what you do. You don't play around. You give God his time, his his everything. That's what you do. That's what you're supposed to do. It's a beautiful thing when you can do what he's called on you to do. And how you might say, well, how do I know my purpose? What's my destiny? What am I supposed to do? Let me tell you. You're supposed to do what God has called you to do. And how are you supposed to know that? Because you're supposed to pray, go into that prayer room with God. You're supposed to fast. You may say, well, Tasha, what is a fast? A fast is where you and God are one. You're communicating effectively in him. You're The things that keep you preoccupied, the things that have your mind tied down, that's what you're getting rid of. That's what you're letting go of, those barriers. That's what you're letting go of. Anything that's keeping you from from that close connection with God, let it go. Release it and let it go. Deal with God and he'll deal with you. So I thank you guys tonight for listening to my inspiration. I hope something that I do say when I come on as your announcer and inspirationalist, I hope something that I do say will inspire you to continue on to have that fire burning because this is what it's all about. We here at Blessings by Grace Radio and Learner's Sounds Thursday, we really believe that we are changing lives one episode at a time here, one Thursday at a time, praying for you, and God's answering the prayers one Wednesday at a time. When when the doctor is in and he's teaching you God's word, it's because God gave that word to him. He's not just reading something out of a book. He's not just telling you something from memory because he knows the Bible. He's actually praying and meditating and fasting so God can give him a word, a true, unadulterated gospel word that he can give from the apostolic doctrine to you the listener in Radio Land. And we appreciate you. All of our listeners, all of our supporters across the globe, every country, every city, every state, wherever you are listening to us, when you listen to us, we say God bless you, we love you, and thank you so much for your support. We appreciate your support. It's because of you that we continue to do the show because you want to hear us, because you love us. But first and foremost, it's because of Jesus, because without him, we are nothing but with him, we are everything we can dream of and more. We love you. We say God bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason we're all here tonight, let's get our learn on in Learner's Lounge Thursday. The doctor is in,
1: and he will teach us all right now. God bless everybody. God bless you, old Land. <laughs> Amen, this is the day the Lord has made, and let us be glad and rejoice there in it. Whether you understand the problem that you're facing right now or not, let us obey the word of God. Tonight, amen, as my announcement, come on, amen, we are downloading to amen, a more reasonable time, 8 o'clock. Tell somebody amen The Dr. Moore. Amen is the air praying and teaching God's Word. We're going to bring to you, amen, the Word of God. to divide the Word of truth. Amen. Pray that God will give you an understanding. I pray, amen, that it give me an understanding that we might understand the Scripture. We're going to call your attention tonight to the book of St. Matthew, chapter 28, uh, verse 16 through 20, and St. Mark 16, 15, and 18, and St. Luke 24, 47, and Acts 2 and 38. Matthew, the man, start off and let us know, the 28th chapter, verse 16, then the eleven disciples went away unto Galilee, unto a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they snubbed him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things. Whatsoever I have, command you. And, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Mark picks this up, sixteen chapter, verse 15 and 18, and says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believeth. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Luke 24 and 47 says, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Acts 2 and 38, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized. Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Reading, amen, these entire scriptures tonight, and we want to talk to you, amen, about the principle of baptism, the principle Amen of Baptism. Matthew's Amen 28 chapter. It introduces us Amen to the 11. Because Judah was no longer with them at this time. And Jesus. He went away unto Gethsemane, unto uh, a mountain, where Jesus had appointed them. He, Amen. They were being led by the Spirit of the Lord. Jesus appointed them to go into this mountain. It is so important tonight, as we study the Word of God, that we understand the very significance of the word itself. Jesus appointed them, and when they saw him, they worshiped him, but somebody doubted. You're always going to have doubt among believers, but just because you have doubts among believers It should not affect the word of God. God's word does not change because you've got somebody that don't believe. And this great commission that Jesus told his disciples to do, go. I wonder, can you hear that echo of the calling of Jesus tonight? Go, go. Ye therefore, and teach all nations, not some nations, but teach all nations. Baptizing them in the name. Baptize them in the name. Now in order to baptize them in the name, we must know who, what name he was talking about. When Jesus referring, amen, to the disciples, go into the world and preach the gospel to every nation, baptizing them in in the name of Jesus. Jesus is the name. That's very important, saints, if you listen closely. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son. And all of the Holy Ghost will baptize them in the name. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. He said, "Lo, I'll be with you. I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. Jesus was preparing his disciples amen, is to go into the world and to preach the gospel. At that time, amen, all they had to do was follow Jesus and obey his instructions because the Holy Ghost was already up on the earth, that was Jesus. And as long as the Holy Ghost was up on the earth, They had only one thing to do, and that was to be obedient. And I believe tonight, amen, the Lord is trying to tell us that we must also learn to be obedient. But we see, amen, we have something that's come in to try to make us divided in the gospel, and that is tradition. Traditionally, man has come and been among us ever that the world has been. And it has divided many people from understanding the real truth. But remember, Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. He's talking to everybody that will hear his voice tonight, he wants to set you free. Both the good and the evil, the only real solution for the believer is maintain his uh, biblical Give the strong courage and submit every tradition to the rightful. What the writer is saying, if you really want the truth and don't follow a tradition, because we can go way back to my grandfather, my great-grandfather was this and my great-grandmother was this and so on and so on, but it could be from a traditional standpoint and not the word of God. We want to base our thoughts on nothing but the word of God. If the word of God doesn't say it, or you can't bear out, amen, with the word of God, then you don't have a solid foundation. So as Lord, amen, began to talk to his disciples and told them, amen, to go, amen, into the world and preach the gospel, they had to prepare themselves. They didn't just, amen, take off right then. Jesus was down here 33 years. And Jesus taught his disciples what was the great commission. He did give them power while he was down here. Amen. Is to go out and heal, cast out devils. He gave them power. Because he was that power. But he also let them know, amen, one day I'm going to have to leave you. And when I leave you, you're going to have to seek me for yourself. Baptism. Among them is the is the doctrine of water baptism, in which amen, many people is confused about today. Water baptism. I have a man with diminishing passion from the doctrine of water, baptism must not appear among oneness of Pentecostal people who has embraced the biblical mandate of baptizing from the time of the birth of the church. And you, he urged, his readers too. He urged his readers. So the apostles today must earnestly contend for the faith which was delivered unto the saints. That's you one and three. He urged, excuse me. He urged them to continue for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. Because you've seen a man tradition coming in, and he's seen that man was being persuaded another way. And there is not but one way, and that way is Jesus. He said, I am the way, I'm the truth, and I am the life. But everybody had their own traditional. The gospel of Jesus Christ, amen, has not changed since it was originally taught by Jesus Christ to his disciples. Jesus first taught the gospel to his disciples. Ever was a disciple learned? And we see it written in the Word of God. Jesus taught his disciples. And after being with Jesus, after the church was fully set up over their Pentecost, Jesus set them in church as it pleased him. At first, amen, it was an apostle sent by God anointed by God to preach the word of God, to rightly divide the word of truth. Jesus Christ to his disciples, who then they preached, they preached in Jerusalem and the regions beyond Jerusalem. We too must continue to preach it and teach it as he delivered it. We must, amen, be faithful unto death. And Jesus said, I'll give you a crown of life if you are faithful. When it came, amen, to the subject of water baptism, there are a Nelson Illustration Bible dictionaries is a wisely different interpretation, even among Christian groups. Many Evangelist churches believe water baptism to be just a ritual to enhance what they call Christianity. Essential. Some believe that water baptism is not. He sent you for the church today. It is not necessary for to have water baptism. That's why Paul told Timothy to study, to show yourself approved. Being a working one, neither not ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. God's word must be rightly advised. And in order for it to be rightly advised, you're going to have to get some revelation from the Lord. You're going to have to be consecrated. You're going to have to fast, And you will going have to pray. You're going to have to let the Lord open up your eyes to really understand the fullness of his word. They continue. Are we saved by grace or water? Yet, according to Scripture, the evidence of saving faith appears in how we respond to God's word. James two fourteen through twenty six. Since water baptism. were commanded not suggest but by jesus christ it was commanded amen by jesus christ in matthew 28 and 19 jesus commanded it in mark 16 15 and 16 and the apostles in acts 2 and 38 and acts 10 And 48, Acts 16, 32 and 33, Acts 19, 4 and 5, and Acts 22, 12 through 16, it became a matter of obedience. It became a matter of obeying the word of God, not tradition. I believe the Bible says when you find the light, walk there in it. It's not any long when the Lord opened up your understanding or my understanding to something, amen, that we did not know. Our tradition had us bound. Until somebody brought us into the knowledge of the Word of God, the all the apostles they preached the same thing. They did not preach, Amen, two gospel. Where Paul said, Amen, is not two gospel. It's only one gospel. Amen is to preach, that is Jesus Christ and Him crucified, and that He rose. Water baptism does not contradict salvation by grace through faith. Ephesians 2 and 8. Rather, it agrees with it. Believe in, submit to water baptism because Jesus, because both Jesus and his disciples, they commanded it. That's a very powerful statement. Both Jesus and his disciples and his apostles, they commanded, amen, every believer is to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus taught it and he commanded it, we respond with obedience. Are we going to obey? I believe you say it's better to obey God than man. It's better to obey God than obey man. Yes, Jesus taught it, and we respond with obedience. Thus, water baptism is an act of obedience of faith. It's an act of obedience through faith. Ever what you do in word or do in deed, do it in the name of Jesus. It is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 and 6. One cannot claim Jesus Christ as his Lord while at the same time failing to obey his word. You can't, amen, claim Jesus, your Lord and your Savior, and then fail to obey his word. Thank God we have the written word right before us, amen, that we can read it for ourselves. We don't have to take nobody else. Amen, opinion. His word is right before us. And as they approach Pentecost, in the book of Luke, the 24th chapter, the Bible, amen, tells us he opens up their understanding, that they might understand the scripture. Jesus has to open up our understanding. He said, it is given unto you to know the mystery. I'm talking about to believers. Father, we should remember it is impossible for people to have an incomplete salvation. Experience lacking a proper baptism. Acts 19, chapter 1 through 6, I think, Brother Paul found that there was certain disciples, they believed in Jesus, but their salvation was incomplete. We have a lot of Christians today believe in Jesus, but their salvation is incomplete. The Bible responded, to the gospel is to repent. That's what amen the gospel teaches us, is to repent, to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, of the forgiveness, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the initial evidence of speaking with other tongues, Acts 2 and 38. Now we have many believers today, and the Word of God is right before the eyes, but they don't want to continue to complete their salvation. Read it as I give you Scripture. Anything less is an incomplete salvation act. Uh, an if you don't, amen, you don't do what Jesus said do, amen, your salvation is incomplete. And if you're going to go back with it, your salvation must be completed upon his word, not upon man's word, not even the apostle word, but upon the word of God. Jesus said, except the man be born of the water. you got to be born of the water. When Jesus, amen, was on the cross and they pierced him in the side, out come blood and water. Represent, amen, you've got to go down in water. It is very essential. It is very important. No matter, amen. Whether people don't believe it or not, the word of God is telling you, Amen. Be obedient. Be obedient. Except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, Amen. There is a water baptism and there is a spiritual baptism. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. If you don't obey Jesus, he said you can't enter the kingdom of God. I don't care how much you say you love him. By the way, Jesus said, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the thing that I say? Why are you saying, amen, God is good, and still you don't obey him? If you really love him, you're going to keep his commandments. He cannot enter the kingdom of God, John 3 and 5. It takes both water and spirit baptism to be saved. Both are essential. The water baptism, amen, and the spirit baptism, both of them, amen, we need in order to be saved. despite the hindrance gobbles or thought through water baptism in the New Testament is not a complex subject. Just as Israel was willing bind into the truth of Jesus Christ, being their promised Messiah. Tradition binds many people to the truth of water baptism in Jesus' name. Many folks are blind; they don't want to open up their eyes because they've been it's been that way so long. Now, either way, that scene righteous unto a man, but the Bible says he is not off his death. Let us obey the word of God. We must not reject the name of Jesus. If we reject the name of Jesus, you are rejecting your salvation. I believe in that point twelve said now is salvation in none other. Save the name of Jesus. Salvation is in no other name given among heaven, whereby a man must be saved except the name of Jesus. You've got to go down in Jesus' name is to complete your salvation. We must not reject the name of Jesus, even in water baptism, for there is salvation in no other name. Yes, Acts 4.12, whereby we do. In words of deed, we must do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whether it's in words or deeds. Colossians 3 and 7. This certainly includes water baptism. Father, amen. If we deny Jesus, he will turn, he will truly deny us. See, Matthew chapter 10, 32 and 33. If we deny Jesus, Jesus is going to deny us. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew 10, 32 and 33. Amen. You don't want Jesus to ever turn his back on you. Well, don't deny him. And if you don't go down in his name, you are denying him. Tradition view are hard to break away from, but the honest and sincere seeker, they must examine this evidence contained in the scriptures. The new <clears> testament <throat> makes the matter of water baptism perfectly clear. Remove any need from any bothering or pondering or any effect of disproving the fact. If a person's tradition do not agree with what the scripture reveals, he must decide whether he will cling to tradition or whether he will embrace truth. We have a decision to make. It's the scripture that don't say it. Who are we gonna obey? Tradition or obey the word of God. There is only one gospel. And to deviate from his precept carries seven Consequent, find out in Galatians 1, 6 and nine. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you unto the grace of God. Who done, who done <clears throat> tricked you that quick? Who done called you to fall from the grace of God? From the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Like is more than one. There is not but one gospel. Paul began to go on and say, which is not another? For there are some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. They would change it as they could. He's the same the day yesterday, F ever He's God, and he changes not who will pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel, we can come, amen, glittering. We can come, amen, uh, in power. But if we are not preaching the gospel that Jesus Christ and the apostles preached, also let it be a curse that you have which we have preached unto you let him be a curse as we said before so says I now again if any man preach any other gospel unto you then that Ye have received, let him be unaccursed. Galatians 1, 6-9. That's a strong statement. It's not the one gospel. But tradition tries to change that. Tradition is holding on, amen, to another gospel. In Norah days. God judged sin and cleansed the earth by water. Hear God, amen, using water. is a purifying the earth. In Noah's days, it was a flood. You've heard about it. In our days and time, there are many who don't even believe there was no flood. Let every man be alive. But let God be the truth. God's word is infallible. He can't lie. But in all days, amen, God judged sin and cleansed the earth by water. He gave humankind a first star. Likewise, God judges our sin and gives us a new star, which includes water baptism, in jesus name god give us a amen he dared sin he cleaned us of our sin and if we only obey his command first peter 3 20 and 21 obeying the commandments of jesus paul recorded ananias instruction to him after his semester road expense and now he says why tarry thou arise and be baptized wash away thou sin calling on the name of the lord acts 22 and 16 after paul was going down to damascus to persecute the thing, and god got to hold of him in the noonday hour not Saul off his horse. And Saul said, who are thou? He said, I'm Jesus, whom thou persecute. God changed Saul. If there was a man waited on him by the name of Adonai, Amen. Adonai, I believe, is the tale that bad man Saul that all the people fear what thus says the Lord. So it is for all believers who follow the plan of salvation, including what to be baptized in the name of Jesus. It ain't no new thing, amen. As I was telling our people's amen on Sunday, we don't need to help God, we just need to obey. Him. God already laid the plan out All he wants us to do is follow him. The instruction has already been laid. Paul and his communication with pandemics acknowledge the inspiration and divine order of the scripture which is which are therefore proper, probable, probable for doctrine. Second Timothy three and sixteen. Amen. You need the word of God is there for you. All you need, Amen, is the word. And why than it not? Second Timothy three and ten says, "All Scripture is given by the inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine." If you need doctrine, amen, it's there for that. If you need amen to be reproved, if you need to be corrected, you need instruction in righteousness, it's right there. That's what the scripture is for. And the New International Version, Second uh, Timothy 3 and 16, says the scripture are uh, useful for teaching. If you need teaching, the scripture is useful for teaching. That is Greek, let's kind of define, amen, doctrine, as teaching all that which is taught. Doctrine or teaching is beneficial. that it helps us understand God's will. It is not in mankind to direct his own step. Jeremiah 10, 28. If man would order his own step, you know he would put him in the right spot. But our other steps is ordered by the Lord. We don't order our steps. He needs instruction man need instruction man need correction pursuing the truth so he might walk in the will of god it is necessary now amen for every man every woman boy and girl is to walk in the will of god not by your own thoughts God have left his diagram, amen, for us to walk by. Doctrine is a vital. It's vital because a man left to his own way will only die. Proverbs 14 and 12. That's why the Lord says, my ways are not like your ways. Neither are my fault like your thoughts. But well, the birth of the heaven is from earth. My thoughts are different from yours. Paul indicated that Timothy's knowledge of the scriptures made him wise unto salvation. See, Amen. You got to study the scriptures. Paul said, "Amen." That uh, Timothy's knowledge made him wise. Timothy was a young man. and Timothy, Amen, was a, a, a young man that. Understood what instruction was. And by him studying the scripture, it made him wise. Sometimes we try to deliver God's word and we have not studied the scripture. We don't know how to write or divide the word of God because we have not really studied. Timothy was wise. Timothy scripture knowledge and help to prepare him for eternity. Therefore, doctrine and one personal salvation are inseparable. Doctrine of teaching is essential to the moral and spiritually and eternal well-being. Of all individuals, knowing what the Bible says on any subject is important, for it will guide us against the possibility of deception. If you don't know what the Word says, you are something to fall into a trick. You are something to be deceived if you really don't know what the Word of God says. How can you hear without a preacher? And how can you preach? except God doesn't send him. You make sure God doesn't send a man, a woman of God. You make sure amen, his God doesn't send him. Doctrine amen is our main defense against error. You need amen to know your doctrine. So, you won't err. Paul told Timothy that, that evil men and seducing would increase. And we can witness that today. Even men that say they know Jesus and, and got all kinds of churches look what they've done. Evil men and seducing would increase. They're all everywhere. Jesus said, beware of these false prophets coming in my name, saying I have sent them. And Jesus said, I haven't sent them. They're running. But I didn't tell them to go. Deceiving is being deceived. And that's what, amen, America is under now. And a great deception because, amen, they are not obeying that word of God. That doctrine of Jesus Christ, American, is failing is to obey it. He urged him to remain committed to sound doctrine, not just any kind of doctrine, but make sure, amen, it's sound. Don't just go somewhere where just tickling your ears and, and, and there is no volume, volume in it, amen. It just doesn't, amen, sound good. Make sure, amen, that you plant it on a solid rock. In an age in which, amen, deception is rampaging, doctrine should become increasingly important. Know your doctrine. Know what to believe. Know what Jesus taught. Know what the apostles taught. He said, by this, all men should know that you are my disciples if you have law, law of one for another. However, for many people, the reverse has become true. Sound biblical doctrine has become uh, increasing, unpopular, and undesirable. Satan is I teaching the false doctrine. If you want to go back to Jesus, you must obey the word of God. We would do well to remember Paul's exaltation to Timothy. Preach the word. This is Dr. Morty, man. My time is out tonight. Praise the Lord. I'll come back next week. It's the Lord's day, really is come But preach Preach the word. Don't preach yourself. Preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. Tell men and women everywhere, you've got to go down in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. As I said, as of God delay is coming, I will pick this up on next week. May God bless you. Pray for Dr. Moore. I love you, but we must stand on the word of God